it going, everybody? This is the Nitty Gritty. My name is Chad. With me is Leonard. This is a show about wrestling, and we are departing from our Royal Rumble string of shows and getting back to a normal routine, as it were. And we have done something here called Unstable Stables in the past, and we are going to do that again this week. This time, we are going to be tackling the ECW Originals and just some background on the unstable stables we will put the uh rules up here for you to see but basically we take a list of said wrestling talent and or managers or valets and we draft them leonard and i draft them uh i will be getting the first pick this week but leonard will get uh the first placement of a match later on but basically we draft however many participants of said stable we see fit or however many were in that stable total and we draft them into teams and then Leonard and I each have a team and we then put those teams into a short match card and Leonard and I debate who would win those matches until we have a winner and the ultimate version of said stable so as I said we are going to be tackling ECW this week, it was a suggestion from Leonard. So Leonard, why don't you take us away and uh, talk a little bit about the ECW originals? Yeah, so it should be noted the ECW originals are not necessarily everyone who was connected with the original ECW. Uh, just a brief overview, when the WWE created their uh, version of ECW in uh, 2006, that they had a mix of new talent and old ECW guys. And in uh, early 2007, there be began to be kind of a division, more of a division between those with the younger guys being dubbed the new breed and uh, the original ECW guys being dubbed the ECW uh, originals. So that faction feuded with the new breed um, in the ECW brand of WWE for quite a while. Again, I won't go over the whole history of that, but they eventually wound up splitting uh, in May of 2007 at one night stand as some different members kind of went against each other and went different ways, et cetera. But the stable reformed in TNA in 2010 as EV 2.0 featured some of the same guys and some new people uh, as, as well. And uh, then that eventually uh, broke up because of a, a traitor in their midst. And uh, it briefly reformed uh, again uh, in uh, 2015 in, in WWE when the Dudley Boys were feeding with the White family and wound up uh, using Tommy Dreamer and Rhino as backup for that. So according to Wikipedia, uh, and that was just the thing in a nutshell, I'm not getting deep into it, but in a nutshell, the ECW originals over the three different versions, what was in WWE, what was in TNA, and what appeared at One Night Stand had 20 uh, different uh, individual members. So we're going to be drafting all 20 of those guys over the course of 10 rounds, uh, one at a time. One of those guys will be a manager in the card that we are going to be putting together. And um, you, we will pick that person at the time of the car. We don't have to designate as we are drafting them. 
Um, so the pool of talent that we will be picking from are Bill Alfonso, Balls Mahoney, Simon Diamond, Bubba Ray Dudley, Devon Dudley, Mick Foley, Little Guido, Brian Kendrick, Jerry Lynn, Tony Mamaluke, Raven, Rhino, Rob Van Dam, Sadbu, Sandman, Tracy Smothers, Al Snow, Stevie Richards, Taz, and Tommy Dreamer. And uh, so, again, that's not everyone you would as assume would be affiliated with ECW. Paul Heyman's not on there. Shane Douglas isn't on there. A lot of those names. But these are the guys who were in what was called the ECW originals and those three different versions. But even with that, usually we draft these guys as they appeared in the stable. But considering that um, these guys are known and were put together because of their work in the original ECW, uh, we decided that we are going to consider them as they were in their ECW primes. So we are drafting the guys as they were, say, in the mid to late 90s, not from 10 to 12 years later. And, of course, that will make a huge difference, I think, on where some of these guys go. There are at least two guys that I know will probably go a lot higher when you consider that version than the later versions. Right. So uh, I think that is the general layout that we usually do. And, again, uh, I will go over the match card when we get that far. But, Chad – you do have the first pick, so uh, who would you like to go with? All right, so the first pick for my team is Mick Foley. You know, there on a lot of these that we've done, there's usually one or two guys that I think could be an overall number one. Here, I think there were, were, were several. There were, yeah. I think, at least four guys that I think you could have said, and I would have said, fine, okay, go with right. that. My gut was that you were going to go with Foley. So I'm going to go with Rob Van Dam. Right. And I figured, see, I figured these would be the top two picks. I mean, obviously I knew what I was going to pick, but I figured you would pick RVD. Yeah. So here's where it will probably start to get a little interesting. Mm -hmm. So I am going with my number two pick, Taz. You know what? Taz would have been my number two. Uh, you know, again, we're considered and Taz and Foley would have been if we're talking late aughts, those guys don't go that high. But if you're talking mid 90s, yeah, those guys certainly go that high. So I'm going to go with a dude that I think most people really um, connect to ECW. And I think he really came into his own in ECW. And that would be Raven. All right. Well. I am going to change it up here and go with Bubba Ray Dudley. Bubba, Bubba Ray, I had a little – see, now I could pull a Chad here and take his tag <laughs> team. But uh, I'm not going to do that. I don't think that does any good for either of us. So I'm going to stick with my guns and go with Rhino. Uh, of course, he kind of became a bit of, of a joke a little bit later on, but uh, his original run DCW is a friggin' beast. Absolutely. No, I agree. Um, yeah, he was, I would say he was at his best there. Um, and my next pick is going to be Devon Dudley. Okay. Just in case I changed my mind, possibly a real, real sleeper pick. I'm going with Jerry Lynn. Ooh, see, I would have taken that one too. Have you picked Sabu? No, he's on the board. All right. I will have Sabu then. 
You know, when I was waffling, Sabu was the guy I was waffling about. Yeah. Because Sabu, I think if we were drafting like a straight up Fed, maybe not. But considering this is ECW, where all of Sabu's crazy crap works, then I think I think he's a fine pick. So I almost went with him. And you know what? I'm going to go with another, I think, real deep sleeper pick, an outside-the-box pick. I'm going to go with Al Snow. My next pick is going to be Sandman. Okay. You know, we are pretty close on who we're taking and where we're taking them from where yeah. I had them kind of on my on my list here. Uh, I'm going to go with another just ECW stalwart, the guy who's always carried the flag for them. I'm going to go with Tommy Dreamer. I figured I figured that he would be the next person to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go with somebody, well, who I always liked, despite the recent controversy surrounding him. Uh, I'm going to go with Brian Kendrick. Okay. I was kind of um, surprised to see Brian Kendrick on the list. I don't really remember him. I meant to look it up, and I didn't, what his ECW connection was, but apparently he was a member of the stable in TNA, so that's good enough for this for this list. <laughs> um, who do I want next? I'm going to go with another guy that I really like, and I think he's kind of a, a maybe a, another sleeper, uh, and that's Balls Mahoney. All right. Well, you can have your balls, Leonard. Uh, yes. I'll take my balls and go home. That's right. I am going to go with Stevie Richards. Stevie Richards would have been my pick instead of balls. I love Stevie. But you love Um, balls more. I love balls more, but I I love Stevie Richards. (laughs) Uh, He's just the guy that has done so much over the years. I mean, we talked about him when we did Right to Censor. But the fact that he's just slipped into so many different roles and characters over the years. Uh, Let's see here. We're getting down to the nitty-gritty plug for us. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Little Guido slash Nunzio. All right. Well, in that case, I am going to go with Tracy Smothers. Okay. And so I'll go ahead and take uh, little Guido's tag team partner, Tony Mamaluke. Yeah, see, I had thought about taking him, I'll be honest. But you've been, you were so nice to me the past couple times we did Unstable Stables. I was like, well, I don't know, I don't know what he's going to do with the two of them, so I don't want to be that way. And I, to be honest with you, I was never a big fan of him anyway. So. Yeah, well, you know, it gives, it gives me at least like an established tag team right. to play with. I will go with Simon Diamond since I know who Bill Alfonso is. Uh, Simon Diamond, I'm not as familiar with. So yes, um, Simon Diamond actually had a run uh, not too long ago in TNA. Well, as I say, not too long ago, but in relative speaking, because I was actually watching TNA when he came back and was doing so his... very long ago. So yeah, so like a, a couple millennia ago. So I guess I get Bill Alfonso as my last pick. Congratulations to you. What? Congratulations on your last pick. Yes. So, But, you know, there is a manager slot, and um, I've got RVD, so I think I know how that's going to work. Spoiler alert. Uh, So, to recap, uh, Chad's roster is Mick Foley, Taz, Bubba Ray, Devon, 
Sabu, Brian Kendrick, Stevie Richards, Tracy Smothers, and Simon Diamond. My roster is Rob Van Dam, Raven, Rhino, Jerry Lynn, Al Snow, Tommy Dreamer, Balls Mahoney, Little Guido, Tony Mamaluke, and Bill Alfonso. So now we're going to take all those guys and we're going to place them into a card. It is a uh, five-match card. One of those guys can be a manager, and you don't have to name your manager until you get to that match. So it is going to be a singles match, a tag team match, a four-way dance for the ECW Originals TV title. Chad and I will get to each place two guys in that match. And we've not done that before, but ECW was known for their three ways and their four ways. So that's why I wanted to include one. Um, A tag team match for the ECW Originals tag team titles and a singles match for the ECW world title. And um, everything will be under ECW rules. So meaning pretty much no count, no DQ, weapons of plenty, just whatever you want to do, pretty much. So pretty much no rules is ECW rules, more or less. Um, so I get the first placement um, of the first guy, and I'm going to go with uh, Balls Mahoney. Uh, again, maybe not a high-profile guy, so saving some of my other picks for later, but again, a guy I really like, a guy I think that embodies the ECW style and the ECW personality and attitude. All right. Well, in that case, I am going to give you Simon Diamond. I won't argue much here. I, I do think that uh, Balls Mahoney would get the, the win. Yeah, um, and I think Balls is the kind of guy, because, you know, he had a lot of interaction with the fans. You know, they would yeah. chant Balls, and I think that's a good guy to wake up the crowd and get them sure. interested early on. So, sure. um, uh, so I will take the win for my Balls. Which never, which never gets old. You know, there was uh, an indie guy around Ohio named Ernie Balls. And he used to do the Rock's uh, People's Elbow, and he called it the Ball Drop. Nice. That's, yeah. That's amazing. I like that. We were, we were a big fan. We were a big fan of Ernie Balls. We enjoyed <laughs> him. Uh, so next up, we have a tag team match. And, Chad, you get to place your guys first in the tag team match. Well, um in this particular tag team match, I am going to give you Bubba Ray and Devon. Okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna do a, a I think a, a Chad reasoning here. I'm gonna give you. Um, were they the FBI? I don't know if Nun- they were called Nun- that, but you could call them the FBI. I think yeah, everybody. Nunzio Mama Luke. I don't remember what they were called. I don't know if they were part of the FBI at one point or not. But I'm going to I'm going to give you a uh, little Guido and uh, Mama Luke. All right. Well, I think that we can assume that the FBI is going to take the loss here. I do think that this would be an interesting match. I do wonder if this happened. I'll be honest with everybody out there right now. I've seen a you know a, a quite a few ECW matches from various pay per views. I had was not an avid ECW watcher because it was very difficult to get their events back when they were hot. And since the WWE Network and uh, now Peacock, I just haven't explored their pay-per-views in any chronological fashion. So, uh, you know, I don't know if the FBI faced the Dudley Boys. I want to say they probably did at some point, but I would wager here that the uh, the Dudleys would probably get the win. 
Yes, I, I would definitely say, and I think this would be a good match. I think this is a good big versus little match. Uh, apparently, uh, especially considering how small Guido and Tony are compared to you know Ray and Devon, who aren't huge, but they're big guys. Right. So I think this would be a really good, fun tag team match. Definitely, Devon's getting the tables here. So absolutely, you got to, and you know, I would think he would set some on fire. Something, something special. Yeah. Yeah. After all, this is an ECW Originals event. So Yes, Originals event. So they want to be big here. So next we've got the four-way dance. And we're going to go back and forth. So I'll place a guy. Chad will place a guy. I'll place a guy. Chad will place a guy. So I'm going to go with Jerry Lynn. Because um, from my memory, he did a lot of these four-way and three-way dances when he was in ECW and affiliated with them. So I think he's a, a perfect guy to use here. All right. And I'm going to go with Brian Kendrick. Okay, again, I think that's a good pick. And I'm going to go with uh, another guy called The Sleeper. I'm going to go with Al Snow. Al Snow. Well, in that case, I have to go with Stevie Richards. And I will say, I think this is a hell of a four-way. I think all those four guys work really well together, and they all have a pretty good kind of fast-paced style, especially at this point in their careers. This is really tough, like, if I'm being honest. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. I – Here's what I think. I think that Stevie Richards and Al Snow cancel each other out. I really do. I, I think that they're fairly even in that regard. And mm-hmm. I, I I think that those two would battle it out. I think this does come down to Brian Kendrick and Jerry Lynn. And I do think it would be a very even match, Leonard. But why don't you – I'm, I'm – I don't know. I, it's a toss-up. What do you think? Do you have any thoughts on this? Uh, the, my, my main thoughts is if, if we're calling this ECW Originals, I would side with Jerry Lynn just because, again, as I said, I never even looked up to see if Kendrick did much in ECW. But if he did, it wasn't much because neither one of us are really remembering it. So I I think from a Booker standpoint, you would want to give the win to to Jerry Lynn because Lynn was there. Lynn was known for doing four-way and three-way dances. Uh, Great talent. I think he matches up very well with Kendrick. Uh, but given that this is ECW style and like ECW heyday, I would go with Jerry Lynn. Yeah, I, I would tend to agree. I, I do think that, you know, in his prime, Jerry Lynn was really, really great. And uh, by all accounts, he's doing good things as an agent. Um, so, yeah I, yeah, I do think it would be a good fast paced match. It would be cool to see these guys in their prime face each yeah. other. Uh, but uh, it was not to be. But. Here we can debate it. So, yes, Jerry Lynn for the win in the four-way dance. All right. And and that means Jerry Lynn is the ECW Originals television champion. That's true. Yeah. So next is for the ECW Originals tag team titles, and you get the place first this time, your tag team. I'm interested to see who you go with here. So, yeah, I'm deba- I've been debating on who I would pick here, and – Based on what I know is coming, I think I know who I have to go with here. So I am going to have the tag team that never was of Sabu and Sandman. Okay. And I'm going to go with, I'm going to call them R&R. I'm going to go with Raven and Rhino. Wow. Well, I don't know. I hope we don't have a stalemate here, Leonard. We might have to... uh, consult the uh name generator if we don't agree here but uh i mean when it concerns hardcore wrestling Mm -hmm. i can't think of 
anybody more apropos than Sabu and Sandman. Would they work together as a team? I don't know. I don't know if they really would care very much about working together as a team. I think they would just want to destroy shit and, <laughs> uh, you know, have some beers. And I'm sure barbed wire would be involved somewhere. We're talking about Sabu after all. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm assuming that Sabu doesn't kill himself with some of his dives. So I, I have to say that as tough as I think Rhino is the real kicker in your team. Mm -hmm. I think Raven is the weak link of these four. I truly do. So I would have to give Sabu and Sandman the win here. But if you disagree, I'm willing to hear you out. And if we have to, we use the name generator. All right. You know, uh, I agree with you that I think Sandman and Sabu might actually work a little bit better as a team than Raven and Rhino, just because I think Sabu and Sandman would be more ambivalent. Look at me trying to use $10 words, ambivalent towards <laughs> each other, as opposed to Raven and Rhino, who I think would have those tag partners who that don't get along kind of energy going on. And I think and again, this is ECW original, ECW rules. So it's all four men at the same time. I think you would see like Raven and, and Sabu and probably Rhino and Sandman pair off, go and do shit all across the arena and just make it something wild. But at the end of the day, when it comes to can you come together to close this off, I think you're going to have Sam, Sabu and Sandman more likely to do that because I think from a Booker standpoint, if you're going more forward with this, I think you have Raven or Rhino take the pin, blame the other, and then you feud Raven and Rhino. That's what I would do here. So I'm going to agree with you and give this win and the ECW original tag team title belts to Sandman and Sabu. And that would be an exciting tag team. I think we can all agree. So. Yes, yes, yes. I need to come up with a with a name for that. I don't know what it would be. Write in the comments your tag name for Sand, Sandman and Sabu. It's S and S versus R and R. I just realized that Sandman Sabu versus Raven and Rhino. Uh, so a change up from how I originally named this card. Chad and I figured that I did my math wrong again. I think this has <laughs> happened before. So we're going to put in an extra match in between the tag team title match and the singles world title match from what I originally laid out. And it is going to be, and I know this is favoring Chad. Well, maybe not. It's going to be for the FTW title, which is the fuck the world title, which is active again in AEW. Ricky Stark. So, but we're going to bring it back here. I get the place first. I'm going with Tommy Dreamer. All right. Well, this might surprise you. Leonard, mm -hmm. but Taz is not available for this match. Oh. So he's giving his FTW championship to Mick Foley to defend. So it will be Mick Foley versus Tommy Dreamer. Well, you know what? Again, me thinking from a Booker standpoint, I think it would be one of those things where um, it would be like a surprise. Like it wouldn't be announced beforehand. Yeah. And then yeah. Foley would come out with the title belt and people would go batch it. Now, it's important to note that this is Mick Foley from mid to early 90s. This is ECW, Cactus Jack, Kane Dewey, Kane Dewey. Mick Foley. 
<laughs> you know, this is where he really went another level. I mean, this is where he went from being kind of the dude that got his butt kicked and did the crazy stuff in WCW to really a fully formed uh, character, I think. And he did some good stuff in Smoky Mountain too, I should say. And he worked with uh, Balls Mahoney over there, who was Boo right. Bradley. But anywho, um, you know, again, I'm, I'm making Chad's argument for him. I Fully Dreamer, I think, is a good match. I think Dreamer definitely is a guy who embodies what ECW is. He always has. He knows right. how to wrestle that style. He knows how to tell the type of stories that Paul Heyman liked to tell. Um, it's, um, you know, tough for me to argue against Foley uh, <laughs> here. It just is. But I like I like Dreamer. I think this is a good match. I, I think it would be a really fun, hardcore match. I know Foley and Dreamer have wrestled a lot. I believe it was Dreamer. Uh, he was against that fully in his book talks about it was a, a fans bring the weapons night and, and and they were fighting in the crowd and he reaches behind him and he feels somebody hand him something like heavy and he brings it forward and he smashes Tommy Dreamer in the head with a two man kayak. <laughs> and then he goes to like security guys and he was like, why are you letting them bring a kayak in here? And they were like, oh, I was Paul said they could bring whatever they want. So anyway, long history between these guys, fantastic match. I got to go Mick Foley. Yeah, I, I think you kind of have to here. I do think, you know, I would like to watch some of the matches that these guys had, you know, in, in their prime. Um, but uh, yeah, I think you kind of have to go with Mick Foley here. As you said, he was just a different level of, of hardcore here. And since these are all ECW rules matches, it's kind of tough to vote against Mick Foley here, especially considering Tommy Dreamer's record wasn't necessarily the greatest. No. You know, he was kind of the consummate underdog in ECW. Uh, right. He's the guy he, that... But he was good at that, though. So. Yeah, he could get his ass kicked every night, and you would still buy into him. Right. You know, I think he's one of those guys that proved that you didn't have to win every match to be considered a main event talent. At least he was main event in ECW. You know, he had so much going on. So well, that but, means yeah. then, Leonard, that uh, Mick Foley, you know, he can't, you can't have Mick Foley lose the FTW championship without Taz being in the match. So he returns the FTW championship to Taz. So, yes. And it appears that, well, I don't know. You could surprise the hell out of me here with your main event. Because <laughs> we still both have our manager to use. And one guy left for the ECW Originals world title match. You get the place first. That's right. And I will be going with Taz. And with him will be Tracy Smothers. Just because you didn't use Tracy Smothers up to this point. Right. <laughs> um, and, of course, I'll be using RVD seconded by Bill Alfonso. Bill worked with RVD as a man as a manager. And, and here's, you know, I think the managers actually play a little bit into this because, again, Alfonso worked with RVD. They had a working relationship. They had good chemistry with each other. Um, Smothers never worked with Taz. Of course, he did work in a third position spot slash manager spot with the FBI. I've met Tracy Smothers. Uh, uh, good dude, uh, you know, uh, God rest his soul, he's passed. Um, 
But I don't know how, like, I want to hear the storyline and how Tracy Smothers wound up with Tax <laughs> to come out with him. How did that work out? You know, I think, you know, I envision it with uh, this being a Taz from this era. I think that he ran into Tracy Smothers in the locker room, put him in a, uh, in a Taz mission and said, I need some backup to somebody to fend off Bill Alfonso while I'm in this match. And you're going to do it. And I think Tracy Smothers, being who he is, is not going to argue. No, I think he would go out there and do his best. That I buy that storyline. I totally buy that. Like, I just see that, like, he just goes in the locker room. Tracy ain't doing anything. And he just grabs him. I love that. So, um, uh, again, it'd be interesting to see how the managers would play in, into this. I think they would do something. But I don't think that would necessarily influence the outcome. I think they would be a segment, but I don't think they influence the outcome. So RVD versus Taz, I would have to look up how many times that happened. I know that's, you know, a match. When we're talking these guys, we're going to get matches that have happened before. You know, it's going to be rare for us to get a never happened combination, I think, with all these guys. Um, Taz was absolutely great when he was in ECW. Great character, you know, great work, uh, you know, toe, all the suplexes he could do, really wonderful. But Rob Van Dam is a, a next level talent to me. Um, he could do more in the ring than Taz. I mean, he could go to the top rope. He could he could fly high where Taz necessarily couldn't, but Van Dam could could wrestle. Now, he maybe wasn't quite the suplex machine or the move machine that Taz was, but he was a competent wrestler. He could do the ECW style. He could do a traditional style. He could do a high-flying style. He was incredibly over. And if you want to look at the big picture, RVD had a much longer career. He's still working today at the time of this recording, you know, where Taz wound up retiring you know fairly early i was kind of surprised early taz retired he of course transitioned successfully into being a commentator uh but um yeah i i I would go with with rvd i think too and i'll mention this that if you ask people start naming ecw talent start naming the top guys of ecw i think van damme's name comes out before taz's name comes out I know. You know what? I would agree with you. Um, I do think that this would be, a, you know, a really tremendous match. And, uh, you know, Taz had some great moments in ECW, um, certainly against Bam Bam Bigelow and uh, others like that. I mean, he was kind of billed as the unstoppable monster. Uh, we're not a monster, maybe, but the unstoppable machine. And uh, I think that's why he got the pop he did when he debuted in WWF against Kurt Angle mm-hmm. um you know people were really psyched to see him uh, you know unfortunately injuries uh kind of prevented him from really getting a lengthy run in WWF but uh uh Rob Van Dam had some of the greatest moments of his career in ECW and uh being that he and Bill Alfonso are kind of already were were a team I I, I do think that Rob Van Dam would get the slight edge here um, I, you know, it could, you know, if we were not booking this match or debating it, I do think this could end up either way. Yeah. Um, but, uh, since we are debating it, I would, I would probably give Rob Van Dam the win here, uh, which means he is the ECW originals heavyweight champion. And that also means we are tied. 
We have tied. We are three and three, which I'm not sure if that has happened before, but it's a, it's a wonderful thing. It means I think that we both drafted well and booked well. All right. So everyone listening, Chad and I have decided that we are going to do a dark main event, which was Chad's idea here. So, so Chad, explain to the people what we're going to do to break the three, three tie between us. All right. So, we are going to randomly generate two names from the ECW roster. And we'll just say, since I had the placement of names first for the main event, Leonard, whatever name I draw here, the first name okay, will be Leonard's wrestler, and the second name will be my wrestler. Um, and, I would, and I would say if it's a name that we've already used, that that's a repick. Yes, absolutely. It can't be someone we've already used on the night. Yeah. And uh, this is only male talent and mm-hmm. not managers or valets. I hope Mass Transit is on that list you have. All right. So, Leonard, your pick is Abdullah the Butcher. Oh, yeah. I'll take Abdullah the Butcher. It's ECW. It's hardcore. It's, 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 it's crazy. I'll take Abdullah. All right. Let's see here. And while you do that, I will say I've always wanted to go to Abdullah's restaurant, which was in Georgia. I believe it's closed now, but it was called, I think, Abdullah's House of uh, Chinese and Soul Food. And it was a, it, it's, it, it sold both Chinese food uh, and, and soul food. And when you go in, there was a giant picture, uh, a, a painting, an oil painting of Abdullah. Uh, riding a white tiger above the cash register. <laughs> but Dan, Dan Weber and I, good friend of the show, and Ronnie, good friend of the show, we've always talked about going down there. The, the, the restaurant is closed now, but I've had heard stories of people who have ate there. My pick is King Kong Bundy. Oh, God, I didn't remember King Kong Bundy worked for ECW, but sure. <laughs> Neither do I. So I'm just going to call this. Leonard, I'm going to call this a draw because, because because I do think that these guys cancel each other out to a, a certain degree. Yeah. Um, you know, Abdullah obviously is the more hardcore of the two. True. I don't see that bothering King Kong Bundy when, uh, you know, Abdullah, you know, is like bleeding a gusher. <laughs> yes, and brings out the fork. <laughs> so um, I think it's safe to say as fun as is this random pick was um and i actually picked somebody after king kong buddy just to see who it was yeah don't call steve austin so let's be glad that i didn't i didn't uh, cheat you know yes yes but that that would be well no he would have been superstar steve austin at That's that true. time he w. would have well he would have been injured steve austin <laughs> yes injured steve austin for something the butcher now that's a dark main event anywhere in the world that's right but I could totally see like ECW doing a dark main of Abdullah and King Kong Bundy because they're both, you know, these big, giant, immobile guys. They're not regular ECW wrestlers, you know, bring them in for a dark main. I could totally see that being a thing. The, the weird rings that ECW had, I can't imagine the mass of humanity, what would happen. In, inside an ECW ring with those two guys, <laughs> they'd break the ring. They would totally, they would totally break the ring. I think. Yeah. Um, and I, I agree with you. I think they do kind of cancel each other out. I would lean 
toward Abdullah because of the hardcore nature of it. Right. Uh, but yeah, I am totally cool with calling this a draw between the two of us. So to recap the main show, uh, Balls Mahoney defeats Simon Diamond, which is a win for me. The Dudley Boys, Bubba Ray and Devon, uh, defeat Lil Guido and Tony Mamaluke, which is a win for Chad. Jerry Lynn wins the four-way dance and the ECW Originals television title, which is a win for me, over Brian Kendrick, Al Stone, Stevie Richards. Sandman and Sabu defeat Raven and Rhino, which is a win for Chad and claim the uh, ECW Originals tag team titles. Uh, Mick Foley uh, retains the FTW title on loan from Taz uh, <laughs> against Tommy Dreamer. So I, I think there should be an angle where Foley doesn't want to give the title back, and then Foley and Taz would have a match. We should be and then uh, RVD with Bell Alfonso wins the ECW Originals uh, title over Taz and Tracy Smothers as his manager. That's a win for me, so three and three. And in the dark main event, I think Abdul the Butcher and King Kong Bundy fight outside the ring, ball th brawl through the crowd, and leave the arena. Yeah, they just leave the arena. They just leave, and it's done. It's gone. I was at a show when I was a kid in Perry County, Ohio, in a barn at the fairgrounds. And the main event was Abdul the Butcher versus Rugged Ronnie Garvin. Wow. And what happened was they fell out of the ring, they brawled into the parking lot, and it was over. Like, they <laughs> left the building, and it was go home. That was it. Yep. That would have been an amazing match to watch, in a barn, no less. <laughs> in a barn, in a barn. And the sub-main was Junkyard Dog versus Prince Kaharis the Mummy, which was just a dude in a mummy costume. Not unlike the uh, the Yeti from... Not unlike the Yeti. It looked very Yeti-ish, yes. That, that's a true statement. <laughs> that's a word that we just created here, Yeti-ish. Yes, Yeti-ish, yes. And this was um, the company ran by Bobby Fulton. And okay. I think we referenced it a couple times here on the show, but Chad and I are going to go to a Bobby Fulton ran show on march 12th in chillicothe ohio um it has a ton of uh old uh guys on there from several eras several different companies and if you look for them on facebook uh i think their company name is big time classic professional wrestling sorry if i'm missaying that but if you look for for wrestling in chillicothe ohio and bobby fulton you'll find it they've got the their They've got oh yeah they've got they they've got their uh, card more or less figured out and the list of the guys who are going to be there for their fan fest. I only mention that because if you're out there in the big wild world and want to go to it, please do because you'll be able to meet Chad and I and Dan and Ronnie, who I reference almost every episode. That's right, and uh, you know we might not have a stand that uh, no. plays our show, but uh, they you know I'm sure the powers that be are thinking about it. Yes, yes, we, we might be able to uh, talk to, you know, that would be hilarious if like a bunch of people come and start like coming around us and be like, oh, you guys are awesome, and getting pictures with us and signing autographs for them. And everyone's like, who the hell are those two guys? Yeah, and my first question would be like, how did you all find our show? Yes, like, like you know, why, why where have you been this entire past time? The, uh, past the nitty gritty dance videos on YouTube. Yes. <laughs> anyway. Um, so yes, this was fun and I have no idea who our next stable will be or what our next stable will be, but we'll no, we that. haven't thought that far. I know this was the last one we talked about, so we'll have to dig, dig deep. I think we've done most of the really big ones, so we're going to have to dig deep. Yeah. We might have to be creative. 
yes with our next stable like uh maybe something that's not necessarily a stable yes like, maybe uh, wwwf stars right right could could be stars of a certain company or guys with a certain type of of gimmick or you know maybe wccw could be canadian could be texas uh could be you know guys from england a lot of different things we could do so we'll figure we'll figure that out uh but i don't know if you don't mind i'll spill the beans because next week unless we get lazy (laughs) i think we are going to rank all the different gimmicks of ed leslie or at least the top 11 that i managed to more or less identify from doing some online work so we are going to kind of review those a little bit and then rank them as from worst to best um for for mr leslie so so we'll do that next next week unless uh like i said we get lazy and then um who knows what we'll do all right well thank you for joining us let us know what you think in the comments uh if you think that uh leonard or myself should have won by a landslide let us know that and uh by all means check us out on spotify or apple Podcasts if you'd rather listen to us and for leonard my name is chad and we might see her in the elimination chamber coming up a little bit you thought you were going to see her in the rumble and you were wrong yep and there's a mystery or i guess an unnamed opponent in the women's chamber match which one would assume would be either uh alexa bliss or bailey so i guess we'll see what happens there but uh alexa will see you out